Welcome to Life and DNA with Amanda Renee. I'm so glad you joined me today. Let's get started. All right, let's get started. Um, I don't really have anything super concrete <laughs> to talk about today. I am wearing the shirt that I won from Dr. Heather Stone's uh, Thyroid Masterclass born to heal. Um, they sent me that and I got that uh, about a week ago. So that was fun. It's my first time wearing it. So I was excited to get that. Um, and, uh, I got her book for Christmas. Um, the past couple of days she's been doing a um, weight loss masterclass. I have not gotten to listen to those live. Um, but I have been trying to go back and re-listen, and um, if I can't catch tonight's live, I think she said it'll be on there through the end of the week. Um, but yeah, if you are interested in um, getting in on like her next masterclass, if you leave me a comment, I can tell you how to get a hold of her, or I think you can Google her and like, sign up for her masterclasses that way. Um, but I'm excited to read her book and, um, hopefully do get some of the blood work that she recommends done. I do, from what I listened to yesterday while I was getting ready, I got to get all dolled up because it was my husband's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, honey. <laughs> it was his birthday yesterday and we went to go out to eat with the kids and my dad and that was fun. So while I was getting all dressed up, I had extra time to listen to uh, the video, the first video from the master class, and she was saying weight gain is a symptom, and that in her because in her practice, I think she said she's been helping people with thyroid issues and stuff like that for over twenty years, and she said that every single time she's done people's blood work. Um, it's a blood sugar issue in some form or another. And, uh, definitely when she was listing off a lot of the symptoms, um, of different things, I think, uh, dysglycemia was one insulin resistance was another. I can't remember the third cause I was busy. I didn't get to take notes yet. Um, I do want to go back and take notes from it though. Um, because she listed all of the things that you have to check in blood work. Typically, and the stuff I've had checked before is your, you know, your, um, fasting glucose level and your insulin and, um, what your A1C. I've had a few of them checked, but you can actually have an issue and not know it just from that little snapshot of your blood work. Um, of course, heads up, she will provide the blood work, um, at a cost. Uh, she usually has it cheaper than what it would cost. I am trying to work with, um, my doctors and hopefully between the two that I mainly go to, I'm hoping I can get, um, all of the things checked that she suggests getting checked and hopefully get some help that way. Um, 
Also, I I know I made my breakfast meal plan for Trim Healthy Mama. I have not gotten to start that yet. I have had a very uh, roller coaster a few weeks <laughs> lately, just with schedules and just I've been kind of all over the place with life. And so I have not gotten to do that. I am ready to get back to a set schedule of, you know, going to bed a little earlier, getting up a little earlier, actually fixing a healthy breakfast and eating at a good time and then getting school started with the kids. And, um, I have not managed to today. This week is our first week back in school. So, um, that has not happened yet, <laughs> but I am excited to get back on schedule and get on a good healthy schedule because I mean, sleep is important for all of us, but with, um, the Hashimoto's, I have to get a certain amount of good sleep or I can't function that day and it's hard. So, <laughs> and also with my personality, I like to have a little bit of me time. I like to have just a, at least a little bit of uh, alone time only because that's just just how my personality works, how my brain works. Like I need to decompress from the day and from uh, everything going on and everyone, you know, um, needing me to cook and clean and do all the things that I do and teach the kids and I just need a, a little bit of downtime, but I am going to have to cut down on that downtime <laughs> so that I can get uh, a good restful sleep without uh, sleeping in too late because I have a lot I need to get done and I need to start eating healthy and I can't do that if I'm not waking up early enough to actually get it, get it done. Um, so yeah, another item on my list and something I wanted to share with you guys is, um, I've, one of my main goals this year was to get back into reading my Bible on a regular basis. Um, I've always read my Bible off and on and <clears throat> I'll listen to uh, some preachers and stuff, um, you know, on YouTube sometimes, but I haven't been as consistent with it as I'd like. And um, our pastor has been challenging us to do, to read, um, a chapter in Proverbs every day for the month of January. So there are 31 days in January. Get your year started off right. Um, I'm three days behind right now. And, uh, also in the passionate penny pincher home planner, um, Monday through Friday, she has, um, a Bible reading plan for you to follow and like I said before, if you if you use her planner for at least three years, then you will have read the whole Bible in that time. And um, I'm behind in that too. So I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out when to schedule that in. I'm a very routine person. So if something is not part of my routine, I have to um, really stop and think and find the best time to put it in and focus on that and make myself do it until it's a habit. Um, you know, I'm 
mid forties and just now a few months ago started the habit of washing my face at night. So, but I am sticking to it. Even when I'm up late and super tired, I still do it. So I know I can implement reading the Bible if I will just, uh, find the right time to put it in. Um, and that's, I think been my challenge, but like I said, everything's been kind of crazy lately. So I'm ready for everything to settle down and a routine to get back into place. Um, but I was going to show y'all the Bible that I've been using. I have several translations of the Bible, but this one is my favorite one to read on a regular basis. And <clears throat> this one, see, my husband got that for me for Christmas two years ago. Um, it is called, um, Woman Thou Art Loosed edition, um, from T.D. Jakes. And I guess he had a, a book. One of these days I would like to get that book, um, called Woman Thou Art Loosed. And so he took the Bible and he added in, um, oh, let me show you. Every set of pages, he has a little note here. And it's usually a quote, I think, from his book. And sometimes I've gotten more out of his words, his revelation from what he got from the Bible and then wrote that. Sometimes I get a lot out of that. I really love, love that. Um, and then every little bit, I'm trying to find one, every little bit he has, um, a page where he has written, sorry, trying to hold it right, where he's written, and usually it's a whole page. Um, I think these are excerpts from the book too, <clears throat> but it goes along with whatever passage that you're reading. Um, so I've been enjoying that version and my, uh, pastor's wife is actually the one that recommended it to me. And then, like I said, my husband got it for me for Christmas and this is the one I keep right next to my spot in the living room where I sit, <clears throat> um, hoping that it would remind me to read my Bible, but sometimes I can't, I can't focus when everyone's watching TV and that's typically, uh, what we're doing in there. So I, uh, I am trying to get back into that habit. The other thing I have been really wanting to work on this year is decluttering. I tend to be kind of a pack rat. I get that from my grandma, I think. And, um, also, uh, I've mentioned before, but if you're new here, you wouldn't know. I, uh, found out a few years ago that my mother is a narcissist, <laughs> a passive aggressive narcissist. And, um, from everything that I've had to study, trying to process that, um, a lot of times people that have uh, come from a parent that's like that, um, and had, you know, narcissistic abuse, they tend to hold on to things. They tend to not be very decisive. I am very indecisive. Like if you try to make me make a decision, you will stress me out beyond 
it, it hurts me so bad to have to make decisions. And, um, I've come out of it a little bit being a, a mom. You have to make decisions all day, every day. But if you ask me to be responsible for a big decision, you will freak me out. <laughs> and, um, it's my son. So a lot of, uh, you know, whether to keep something or get rid of something and holding on to things, um, is hard. And, um, but I'm trying to learn. And like I said last time, I am, I have discovered, um, I think her name on YouTube is a slob comes clean. Uh, her name is Dana K white so that she's not confused with, you know, uh, Dana white from UFC <laughs> and she, I want to get her book. I guess she has a book called, um, decluttering at the speed of life. It's a clever name. I thought, uh, but I've been watching her YouTube videos and I think we think alike. Like she said she had to come up with this, um, this way of decluttering because she held an emotional ties to everything. And so she couldn't make a decision on things. And then her house was just overwhelming her. And there are parts of my house that overwhelm me. So I, um, have been following her and I, I love her approach to everything. She starts out very simply when you start on a space one, you don't drag everything out of the space, which is always how I've decluttered things because then as life always does, something's going to interrupt it. And then you're left with a bigger mess and you either have to shove it all back in or push it aside until you can get back to it. And then you're left with a big mess. And so her approach is you just walk up to the space. You look any obvious trash, like literal trash, you just grab and put in a trash bag. <laughs> so I guess when you, uh, go to clutter, declutter, she was to have a bag for trash and then a box for donations. She calls them duh donations. Like this is just obvious. I don't need it. Don't want it. It can go somewhere else. And, um, but her first two steps are trash. And then, um, if something's in the space that goes somewhere else in the house, she said, you stop right then you grab it, you take it there. So she said, you take it there. Now I have been having that play in my head for the past week after listening to her, um, to her videos and it's helped me not have to go back and pick things up later. It's just like, just take it there now. And, uh, that's helped me a lot. Um, so I'm hoping that sticks in my head. And, uh, so those are the first two steps. The third one is the duh donations and, I have a lot of things in my house that I could definitely donate. Um, it's getting from my town to going to the town to take it to donate that uh, stops me from doing that. But I am going to have a designated spot and I'm going to start doing that. Um, my kids already have a bunch of stuff I need to take to either Goodwill or Salvation Army. Um, uh, let's see. Then she says, once you're done with all of that, 
then you can decide, um, you know, then you've already made progress. So that's one of her big things is you've only made progress. You have not gone backwards because you didn't pull everything out. And I actually tried this with my pantry and I cleaned out our pantry and we have a very tiny, like it's, um, it's just shelves built back into the wall. And I actually did that without bringing everything out. And normally I put drag everything out and put it on the table, organize it how I want it, get rid of stuff that's uh, expired and put it back. But this time I did not. Now sometimes I was holding several things while trying to maneuver, but I just got the trash bag or actually I just piled it on the floor till I was done. <laughs> but I, anything that was expired, it went. If it was open and stale, it went. And, um, then I maneuvered and I actually got to move. I've had to stack, um, like, you know, boxes of macaroni and, um, ramen noodles and stuff, uh, in spots on the floor because we didn't have room in the pantry. And now they are all in the pantry. They are not on the floor anymore. Um, and so, yeah, that's been nice. But it was nice that I didn't have to dig everything out and then like, oh no, I can't cook supper until I get this done. I got to just work on it as I had time while I was cooking supper, while I was getting the dishes done. And um, that was very helpful. So I love this approach. I, I want to uh, tackle my closet next with that <laughs> because, um, yeah, it's crammed. I only wear a handful of things and then it's crammed with stuff that... I either think I'm going to wear eventually or maybe someday I'll fit into that again. <laughs> and yeah, they just need to go. Um, so that is my next project. But like I said, I want to get on a schedule with just regular things first because um, I think that would be more helpful. And then the decluttering can happen, you know, as I get an opportunity. Hopefully that, hopefully that opportunity comes sooner rather than later because I hate not being able to use spaces. And the other thing I like that she talked about was she has the container concept. So like my pantry is the space I have to store most of my food. I have, uh, chips and bread and crackers and another one. But my pantry is the main place I have to store, you know, the dry food in the house. And so that is the container it fits in. So that's what it holds. And then if I have anything extra, well, then something has to go. So like I've been trying to, um, make my meals based off of what I actually had in the pantry so I can use some of those things up and make room for, you know, whatever else needs to come in. Um, and then she has the one in one out rule. So like your closet holds what it holds, right? The, the rack holds what it holds. Now you can have it cram full where you can't even easily maneuver your clothes like I do, or you can make the space manageable and workable. And that, she said, that's your goal. And so once you get it to that place, if you, uh, say you organized your closet 
before the laundry was done. And then you did your laundry and you're like, oh, well, I have these four other shirts that need to go in there now. But if I add them in, it's not going to be manageable anymore. Well, then you decide, okay, well, if I'm, do I want to keep these or is there one I can take off and replace? So you have, if you're going to add one in, you have to take one out. And, um, she said that helps you. You let the container be the bad guy. You don't have to make an emotional decision. It's the container making, um, you know, deciding how much you can keep and how much you can't. And I like that concept that helps. I think that would help me let go of emotions on some things. Hopefully. Um, I'm hoping to get good at this with my house so that in the spring, the kids and I can take this concept and go to our storage shed and, uh, purge some things out of there. Cause I know there's some stuff that could go that I thought I just had to keep for one day. And now I am, I would rather have the space than keep the things. And that's the place I'm trying to get to with myself. So reading my Bible, decluttering, those are the things I'm wanting to get better at. Um, I, now that I can stop and think, hopefully, <laughs> I will, uh, plan some more exciting videos than this one. I will, um, be planning some things. I am going to sign up for the Ancestry tools, put the pro tools and check them out. Um, I was doing a little bit of work on, uh, a family tree the other day. So I want to get signed up for those and use those. I've just been waiting, um, to have the time to do them. Um, and then I will let you know how those work and how they go. Um, and I am really going to, uh, try to implement, uh, the Trim Healthy Mama breakfasts and I will let you know how that goes. Um, I did try, my gosh, my kids are just banging everything around. Hope you can't hear that. Um, normally they know to be quiet when I'm doing this, but I guess they didn't listen today. Um, I did, I had bought, you know, to boost up the protein, I had bought, um, the Greek yogurt and some blackberries. Well, I ended up, since I had never had time to have it for breakfast, I ended up having it for a snack the other night. And, oh my goodness, I don't know if that's the reason or if it's because I was so worn out, but I slept so good. And that was a Saturday night. I normally can't sleep on Saturday nights because I know I have to get up so early to get ready to um, go teach preschool at church. And I slept amazing, especially for a Saturday night. Like my alarm actually woke me up. I wasn't awake laying there waiting for it to go off. Um, so yeah, I am ready to get started on this trim healthy mama journey and I will let you know just as soon as I get all of that done <laughs> and get started. I'll let you know exactly what I'm eating and um, how it makes me feel so you can keep track along with me. Um, so I will talk to you next week.
Thank you for joining me today on Life and DNA with Amanda Renee. Uh, join me again next week where I will uh, definitely update you on my Trim Healthy Mama journey and my decluttering journey. And if I get to use the Ancestry Pro Tools, I will do a video over that as well. I will talk to you next week. Bye.